When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Yes, Big Cheeto, O3 Greedo, the emotion of the city is what they call me. You feel me right here with Bootleg Kev. Bootleg Kev Podcast, special guest. Finally, we got him. Fresh off of an incredible Novo run here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Your welcome home shows, I heard, were legendary. Yeah, it was turned to fuck up. Oh, 03 Greedo, man. You could cuss on this shit? You can say whatever you want, man. Oh. Um, welcome home, man. Appreciate you. It's good to see you. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I feel like while you've been incarcerated, I brought your name up so much in so many interviews because I feel like you don't get enough respect when it comes to just your influence. You know, I feel like you and Draco had that in common in terms of just like, just the influence on like a whole entire generation of what we what we consider hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Just whether it's LA shit or not, man. So it's it's good to see you, man. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. We just on some update LA shit. Like let let's we understand what the original culture was and it still is to some people of those ages or wherever they from, but we like, bro, we got Detroit partners and Atlanta partners and New York partners and Memphis partners. Mm-hmm. Like it's really like the whole world is on their fashion shit now. It's not like when like you had to look at certain states that had big tees and right. certain states that wore the khakis. Like everybody's wearing Balenciaga and shit, and they've been doing that shit in LA. We want to speak for that. We want to speak for the flockers. We want to speak for like the other pieces of the culture from here. Whether we was doing it or not was not what we was trying to put. We were just putting a soundtrack to people who had to do that to get out how they live. The flockers, the trappers. Just the whole line. Just it was just all three of us. I was gonna say Shoreline too. Shoreline had a lot, a lot of influence as well. So I got to give them props because I feel like it was kind of at the same time y'all were all kind of getting it. Yeah, that was our family. Drummer Stink Mafia, Drummer Stinky Beaches. That was our family. Draco called us that. Um, Yeah, that's how it was though. And we was all just on some like this, the new wave. Even though Jeezy like oh Jeezy showed a new culture. I feel like for. Hispanics from Los Angeles, even though there is a lot of new artists that's Hispanic, that's hard too. I'm just saying at the time, people didn't know like there was people that 
was living like he yeah. was living or dressing like. That's what I tell OGZ. I'm like, you kind of, because I'm from Arizona, so I'm very well aware of like Chicano rap and a lot, like a lot of the Mexican rap history. I'm like, OGZ, you kind of show people like you don't have to make that like stereotypical. Not even just that. That was like really who he was. Like you for know, for sure, what I'm saying? for sure. Uh, he was really like we didn't dress him in what he was dressed in. You know what I'm saying? He was coming with them CDG Air Forces and shit, and right. spilling lean all over him, or just the way that he was doing shit was like, damn, this nigga is hella creative. So I really um, took a liking to old Jeezy early, but I, I, what, how, I, I had you, individual time with every member. I was gonna say, do you remember how old you were or how old OGZ was when you guys initially met? Because Oh, no, he was a baby. All them niggas babies. I'm the big bro, you know what I'm <laughs> right, saying? Right, you're the big homie, yeah. So all them niggas babies. I talked to him another day, and he told me how old he was turning. I don't know if he told anybody, but yeah. I'm like, never. what the fuck? Like, you're only that old? My, this yeah. is my little kid, you right. know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh, shit. But um, I had a personal time with every member of uh, Shoreline. I can't say every member of Stink Team because it's a million, right. but a lot of... Uh, me and Ralphie probably have more songs from back then than me and Draco do, and we got a lot of songs. But Shout out to Ralphie. He was just up here. Even with Catchy the Great, like mm-hmm. that was one of my co-stars, and he was Stink Team. So um, that was just a fun-ass time. It was heartbreaking, so much stuff that came behind it, because it was like our shit broke up when we didn't even break up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was just like... You go, you go away. You got to go sit down. Obviously, Shoreline kind of goes their separate ways. You know, rest in peace to Draco, rest in peace to Catchy. It just, like you said, it was, long live. You know what I'm saying? We right. We we going on forever. Live. We ain't we ain't getting no rest. Long live. I was gonna say for you, you you being locked you being locked up when Draco passes that had to be a hard thing to deal with from you know behind bars. Yeah, I ain't really rock with the phone for a while after that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really. Um, just knowing my background and the type of individuals I come up around, like I know that nobody got no filter, mm-hmm. and I didn't really want to hear uh no opinions or anything more than what I was already hearing because the stories were sounding crazy, and just wrapping my mind around everything because I had just uh, lost Dolph. I think that was just a few weeks before. Yeah, Dolph passed away in November, uh, and then Draco passed away in December. And it's different when it's people that you done spent time with or shook Mm -hmm. hands with or vibed with or anything, you know what I'm saying? um, Yeah, Dolph was a close friend of mine. Dolph was a great guy. The last, what, I woke up in a mansion where I was with uh, Lil Pump and Uzi and Smoke Perp and Dub, and we was in there, and we was recording and chilling and shit, and I missed my flight. To go to Texas, so I caught the first one in the morning, and the last people that I talked to on the phone was Nipsey and Dolph, or getting on the plane. Before you turned yourself in? Yeah, so it was just like crazy, you know? Like, uh, the people that were rooting for me, or, you know, whatever, uh, collaborate with me, or whatever the case is, whatever our relationship was, it was just crazy to, just somebody that you used to just shake hands with, Mm -hmm. okay, out of all the bunch, this is what's going on. And then it started to feel like back to back with PNB Rock and Kitty. Yeah. And let alone like homies from my ghetto mm-hmm. or like my who, are, who we don't know Swerve. about. Right. Yeah. It was just so many things back to back or childhood friends or just family members off COVID. So I was just like, you know, when the Draco shit came, it was towards the end as well as the takeoff and PNB Rock. And it was just like, you know, I'm just. Let me put my phone away. 
Man, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just if it wasn't taking care of business, I wasn't really getting on the phone. Right. I can't blame you, man. What was uh, the that conversation with Nip and Dolph like before you turned yourself in? Nip, first thing was just like, um, don't worry about it because even though you're going to be gone, you left such an impact on the city. It's going to go. It's going to keep going. Everybody love you, Greedo. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm calling you as a brother. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, giving me that pep talk before I went out to the ring. You know what I'm saying? Just that always was, you know, the coach. You know what I'm saying? That always was. I mean, we did a few songs. We did some songs, but our relationship was just kind of like just. I don't know. Just like, yeah, nigga, like he was so excited for me. He would call me when I go to New York for the first time mm-hmm. or go to Double XL or wherever I'm going, and he'd just be like, yeah, nigga, yeah, just. This is just this is, you this, Yeah, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And just like I'll be telling people, like when I saw Kobe's funeral and Jordan was talking about when Kobe hit him any time of the night, hey, should I shoot like this? Should I do like that? That's who Nipsey was for me. Like most rappers, we operate like in the wee hours of the night anyway, but. Um, just that pep talk and the same with Dolph, just the same old, you know what I'm saying? You good, you gonna bounce back. Dolph was a great guy, man. Nipsey, of course. I mean, it's just, it's just, I feel like it's crazy to think like. Leo's, man. We, we all. Cause you got locked up, was it 2018? Uh huh. Yeah. And just to think like how the, like all the people. Fuck got locked up. I turned myself in. That was crucial. And I had to turn myself in on a plane ride. What the fuck? That's crazy. Ooh, I didn't want to go. I already missed the flight. And I'm sitting here in this mansion with Uzi and all these niggas. I'm like, man, I'm a rapper. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> right. With Pump at the Catch, peak of the pump. Yeah. Catch me if you can. I done did it before. Fuck this. But I was like, man, let me take care of this because if it turns out worse, you won't be talking to me today. You know what I'm saying? I won't be selling out the Novo two nights in a row and going on the road. You know what I'm saying? And my PO saying, okay, because it's looking like something. Well, you were prepared for... You know, because you were supposed like like your sentence originally we, uh, we you were supposed to be gone for about ten years, right? Twenty. Twenty. I still got twenty years right now. I'm on pro. I'm on parole, but they parole is like you still got to do the rest of your time. So I get off parole in twenty thirty eight. So period. But you're free. You're able to come. Yeah. yeah I'm so trying to just be on on your p's and q's. So I was gonna say like I remember talking to TK about just the amount of music that was just. I got that from Lil Wayne when he was finna go to jail. Right, I got that for sure from Lil Wayne. Cause you were, I, I had heard stories that you were doing the records and then shooting like back to back to back to back music videos. Yeah, it's still hella unreleased videos. I had released the video to Substance way later, and then it took off on TikTok. I had, I had, uh, paid whoever was in charge of that. I guess I was doing so much at the time they never paid the director. Mm. And then when I when I found out, I shot him the bread, and then we released it. And then TikTok took it. Ate the hell up. TikTok wasn't a thing when you when you was out. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> you Thank out. you. There's Th- this thing where you just swipe Th- and it just shows you everything you like nonstop. I saw at one point the substance challenge was like them showing their teeth. Yeah. And I was like, if this is what's bringing the platinum plaques, show them motherfuckers. I'm with it. Fuck it. Whatever the challenge is, do that shit. I love it. Do you remember or have an idea of the amount of records that you cut in case you did have to? Well, I already, I ain't going to lie to you. I already recorded like 
hella songs every day of my life. Like any chance that I got, even when I lived in the trap in the uh Pyro Hood in the Campanella Park Pyro Hood, bro, I'm just recording, recording. Put your phone down there. Recording, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's like, I always wanted to be like Lil Wayne or like at the time, like it was some Gucci shit going crazy. Right. Jeezy. And the Gucci Gangsta Grills just blew my mind just at the time. We were so into it. It was like watching wrestling or something, goddamn. Like we was into every character. We were like, what's drama doing with Gucci, mm -hmm. man? Mm -hmm. Then he all on the background um, talking about uh, Gucci has been inducted, abducted. We like, oh shit. And at the time, I didn't even, I wasn't the hugest Gucci fan, but I had just got out of jail. My cousin played me that shit. And it was just like, this nigga done evolved into a superhuman. This is around the time when photo shooting, I'm a star came out. Mm -hmm. This is when Gucci the movie and Burprint 3D came out with DJ Drama. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I want to have my fans indulge like that. That's why it was so important to hurry up and drop when I came home. Before I dropped like a real tape, that was just the shit we could clear. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's crazy too because your output is at such a high level. Like, I think Gucci's album that he dropped either earlier this year or late last year had like seventy songs. You just dropped a thirty-three song project. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Gucci can't be fucked with though. Gucci, Future, Lil Wayne, and I say Boosie. That's like my mixtape, Mount Rushmore. That's like. If you really pay attention, that's really what all my shit is. And then when I heard Thug later on, that's what kind of like helped me play with my voice more and shit, like really being a big fan of Thug. Yeah, Thug did a good job of, I always say, using his voice as like an instrument kind of. Yeah, because I've been on that, but I just was like kind of like not going all the way full-fledged like pop star with it because of where I was from and who I was around. Because it sounds like substance, yeah, it's like I slip like the gangster lyrics in it, but the whole setup of that song is like, this shit really like, not even something you would think a black nigga would make, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And that's why that shit is so timeless and shit like that. Yeah, you uh, you pride yourself on not necessarily, I saw you correct somebody in terms of like not making quote unquote West Coast rap. You're yeah, because that's a genre. That's, that's a, a genre. genre. If you go to a record, stop, a record store, sometimes you'll see West Coast rap. 100%. That's a genre. I'm saying I'm not the genre. That was like some characters for that time. We all characters, so I'm not saying that to take nothing from them, but those people were from places that aren't even close to where I'm from. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They're not even from the state that I'm from, but a, a lot of them not even just like, at the end of the day, I'm telling the story of, you know... Going to Wilmington to going down Rosecrans. I'm going from Wise, Compton, and Gardena, like the regions that I really know. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm painting that picture, you know what I'm saying? So I, I just try to show people, like, you know, the reason I don't jump on that is because I'm a real trap nigga too. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm a real out-of-town nigga too. I'm a real, you know what I'm saying? I still be with my people from other states, you know what I'm saying? Well, you described your last day before turning yourself in. As to me, a perfect example of what you were able to help do, and that was bridge a whole world of like you mentioned pumping Uzi, right? Mm -hmm. And shout out to Desto Dub, who actually helped with a lot of this, is too. But just th there's like a whole generation of kids that were looking for like a an artist like yourself, like Drake or like Shoreline, to kind of like not necessarily, you know, 
Like you said, be yeah, on the fly. It's like shit. it's like six or seven artists that's out right now. I won't I won't just say their name in case it makes I don't want to make it seem like it's a flex on them. Right. But they'll give me my, you know, respect on that shit of me like opening up a door where where artists could be different or you could be more melodic, but you could talk about what you want to talk about. Or like even like the producer. There's a lot of people that make their own beats too, or people that just only make beats. I inspire producers just like producing Never Bend, or you know what I'm saying? Just like some of my bigger songs, Sweet Lady, you know what I'm saying? Or people, you know what I'm saying? Just seeing like those are real people in the songs and shit. I just let people say, you know, tell your own story, you know what I'm saying? Be yourself if you like whatever you like, you know what I'm saying? Um, while you're locked up, Versus pops off. And I've been saying this, you and RJ did the first verses ever. Yeah, I don't remember the individual I did it with. I remember I had thought of that idea, and it was jumping. I remember me and DJ Head were like... Uh, I feel like that's always a touchy situation. I don't want to answer none to make it feel like we restarting on disrespecting each other. No, no, no. I'm not even talking about that specific situation. I was just saying, like, it's just kind of crazy to think, like... So I just try to stay talking about me That was that like, situation. That was a very successful, peaceful event that, you know, we always... Me, me and Head always talk. We're like, man, that low-key was the first verses that ever happened. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, but I missed out. I mean, I didn't do any paperwork to... Because that was the no... Say I created that. Novo and you guys did it in Orange County, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't do no paperwork to say that I created that. And then... um. Um, I was telling uh, Picasso like, "Hey man, I probably should trademark this, cause ain't nobody never did this." He was like, "Well, kinda with Drake versus Lil Wayne, I guess they had a tour. They had a tour, yeah. Where they set it up like that, I'm like, but they from the same team. I'm saying this is like something that could even turn into violence. And I and I um, I would probably just rather get the credit for doing something positive. It was something than positive. just saying that I was the first to create that, cause I didn't, I didn't, I mean." The concept is similar, but no. But it was it was dope to see that positive outcome of that. You know what what ended up happening. But I just thought I just thought it was dope. Like again, you're an innovator, man. So I wish I did do some paperwork on that. I would have been making some money <laughs> for sure. For but sure, I, I did not missed out on that. How crazy was it dealing with COVID while being incarcerated? Having COVID while incarcerated was horrible, and then I feel like I still don't breathe the same and shit. So you had it? Could you taste? Could you smell? Yeah, I could taste the smell. I'm okay. greedy. I'm going to still taste that food I got to eat. But I could, my body was feeling like I got hit with like something, something heavy as a bitch. Like I got into an accident or something. I'm like, God damn. So it hit you And bad. I was one of the COVID doubters. Like, that's not no real shit. And then you got it. Y'all out there going through weird shit. <laughs> yeah. They're telling me it's like a ghost town. Right. I'm like, that's what y'all get. I'm out here in a ghost town. Yeah. Then Everybody I, was kind of in there, especially LA. I'm sure you heard LA was crazy. There was no traffic, yeah. which is like you could get to wherever you wanted. Expedientially. Where, where the police was at? I don't know. I don't know, bro. There was zero traffic. You could get to like Orange County in like 20 minutes. I'd have been, I'd have been flying in that ass. Damn, it was crazy, bro. Like, and then the homeless shit just blew up. Like, I don't know. If, I mean, there was always homeless shit, you know, obviously, but now it's like wherever you're at. Oh yeah, it's them encampments. It's turning up in L.A., man. It's, it's oh yeah, you be in a nice area sometimes. Yeah, like Venice Beach during the pandemic. I don't never be in L.A. like that no more. It's just I like experiencing life. You know what I'm saying? I like to see new things. I done did L.A. Of course, I understand what comes with being like one of the first people living this life from 
you know, any of the areas I came up in. Yep. So I walk light. I don't really come to LA. I know what, where I'm at. I know what I'm what it's about. It's also like why put yourself in the way if you don't gotta be. It's like you, anything you've that you could do as a rapper, you've seen and done. Like you only gotta do the necessary shit. You know what I'm right. saying? That's I think that's what people like unfortunately like, you know, when we hear about stuff happening to artists when they come to LA, it's like but you were probably moving around, you know, a little irresponsible. Where you was at? You should have just been in your B and B. Yeah, like and, why are you going down to where you Melrose with a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar Patek on? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So you know, it is. Because this ain't no place where they gonna fake like they respect a certain person, a certain type of person. People do anything out here. Um, speak to the correlation because you and Draco were, and I, and even the you know OGZ and those guys heavily tied in with the Detroit guys early too. I think I want to say like some of the earliest peasy I ever heard was through y'all. So like, give me the, what is it about Detroit and the West Coast that it, it they feel like country cousins? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know about the West Coast. I know about like my, where I'm from. It's really the Bay and then yeah. like you guys. I know, I know where I'm from. It's just like, you know, similar mentality, similar like dress code, similar... Kind of not accents because it's different, but it's almost like similar, similar. Uh, a lot of people kind of get, the younger artists get their flow, like being influenced by Detroit artists. Um, I'm doing a whole tape with Helliva. Great and producer. Said, and I said a lot of it sounds like, you know, that old mob music, like mm-hmm. before they did the hypey shit, like that old E-40 shit and shit. And he's like, yeah, nigga, I used to jam nothing but that. So it's just like, you know. It's always been certain places that fuck with uh, California too. Because even when I was in Texas, Houston always be like, "Yeah, we been fucking with y'all. Like we fuck with y'all heavy, right?" Just on the street level. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess we just rock with each other. We like how each other rock. Uh, out of all those songs you recorded before you went in, are you just like, are we still putting those out? Or now that you're out, are you trying to like freshen some it? of them? Uh, some of them. Like I'll touch up the stuff I have with like some of the peoples that have passed just to. Make sure it's it's right, right, right. But um, some of that shit ain't never gonna come out. I don't know. Give it to my daughter or something. Let her flip that shit or something when I'm old. I love that. What's up, y'all? We got to stop the interview real quick to tell you about our good friends at My Bookie. That's right. It is NBA Finals. You got to hammer the the Nuggets. I don't know. They might sweep the, the the Heat. I would look at the like serious odds on that. Go to My Bookie right now. Let's get some money, man. All right, baseball of course is in full effect. We got Stanley Cup Finals, NFL season's on the way. Sign up at mybookie.ag right now. Use the promo code BOOTLEG, and you will get that first deposit bonus. All right? Look, I don't care where you're at. You can go to mybookie.ag. Let's gamble on some sports. They got the casino. You can do live blackjack. You can do live roulette, craps. You could do all kinds of slots. And, of course, bet on the NBA Finals. Bet on the NHL uh Stanley Cup Finals is crazy. Shout out to the Vegas Golden Knights. That's what I'm rooting for. Uh, and, of course, baseball season, man. All right? So, look, right now, mybookie.ag, use that promo code bootleg uh, and sign up. When you do use uh, that promo code, they're going to give you a first deposit bonus straight to your account. Free money. All right? Mybookie.ag. Go do that. Also, got to give a shout out to our family at Blue Chew. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's getting hot outside. That means, I don't know what that means. It's just hot. So I feel like when it's hot, people want to fuck more, right? So, you know, fellas, if you're dealing with erectile dysfunction, it happens to the best of us, I'm sure. 
Maybe you are old. Maybe you are dealing with stress at work. Maybe you don't want to sleep with the same lady that you're married to over and over. Need a little extra motivation to get that thing stayed up. You know what I mean? Go to uh, bluechew.com, use the promo code bootleg, and they'll send it straight to your door. Free month supply of Blue Chew for free. All right, now, does Blue Chew work? Yes, it does. You're going to get a free month supply to be able to see for yourself. Bluechew.com, promo code bootleg. Uh, Now, if you don't know what it is, it is the same active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form, and you do not have to go to a doctor's appointment. All right, you do everything online. You don't have to go sit at a doctor's office and talk to some old man in a lab coat about your dick issues. Not necessary anymore in 2023. All right, so go to Blue Chew, sign up with that promo code bootleg, get a month supply for free. Let's get back to the interviews. Have, has anyone approached you about buying your catalog yet? Because you know everyone's buying catalogs. No, I, I like that though. I like that. Well, right now, probably not the same time next year. But right now, I'm like. I'm the if you know you know type of artist, you know what I'm saying? So But you have a lot of independent. Ain't nobody catalog. coming at me with that shit now. Right. I mean, I got a reputation for my reactions. So I'm I'm a real artist. Like I take this to heart. Like I was just talking to Dub about some the way I was looking at something. Just creatively, people don't know how much I put into like my album covers or my videos myself. Like even like some of the videos they dropped since I've been out, I, I had to cuss everybody out. Like I need to start directing my own shit, cause it's like y'all hear the lyrics, how y'all hear it and interpret it, how y'all do, but that's not even telling the story of the song. You feel me? So I don't know. I just be big on representing who I am as an artist, like standing up for this shit. Like really, like I got this street story and this street respect or whatever, but. I'm still like a, a Pharrell kid, a Kanye kid, a Virgil kid, you know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to leave a stamp. Like I'm trying to stay in the world with like a cold trail, you know what I'm saying? Something that ain't just normal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think like uh, if you think, I mean, I always say this, like if you think about the guys who are, I call them like forever guys, like there's a certain amount of attention to detail all those guys have. You know, whether it's Drake, whether it's Cole, whether it's Kendrick, like the attention to detail to every little thing is like very high. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they're also very heavily influenced, I think, with, like you said, the artwork. A lot of guys will just drop a, just pay some dude online and drop, drop people, a big People got to realize, like, ain't nothing more forever than music or a moment that involves music. Like, that's why you remember certain moments, you know what I'm saying? Certain, like... Songs might sample something from your past and you'll remember exactly what you was doing at that time. You feel me? What's your earliest hip hop memory? Ain't no future in your friend when my uncle had like a pull out radio mm. and I'm so lame. I'm like, let me hold that motherfucker. I just want to hold it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I got this big ass radio, but just uh, hearing Ain't No Future in Your Friend like that beat over and over. I was like, what the fuck? That's MC Breed, right? Yeah. yeah Flint. Shout out to Flint. With a kilo, all yeah. that shit. So that shit was just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I used to be in love with that little sound. It's in that dope, man, dope, man. It's in that shit, mm-hmm. too. You know that little sound, that little... Did Did your uh, uncle have a CD book with some heat in it? Or was it a tape deck? Or what was it? Uh, both. I, I seen both of them levels. Oh, great. Because I always had like the older cousin who had like the fat CD book that I couldn't afford to have. Yeah, yeah. That used to be the thing, especially niggas that had like Tahoes and shit back in the day. Oh, you had that CD book? You had that seven disc changer? And you'd be in that <laughs> okay. bitch like, hold on, guys. Okay, hold that on. used to be the shit in California, like a two-door Tahoe or something. Oh, like, man. Beat it out. 
Nothing like when your CD book would get stolen too. Yeah, that goes on. Or they just take something out of it. You got you got certain albums behind certain albums and shit. Like I got I got the book. You on some old nigga shit. That wasn't me though. That was like some older niggas I was with. But um, you know, I'm definitely yeah. I mean, listen, I'm thirty. And you know what was hard about CDs? You know who was hard? How uh, Outkast or Rick Ross? They always every disc. Well, Outkast, all the discs were naked women. Naked bitches, yeah, yeah. with like colors and shit. And then yeah. Rick Ross had a different color of him with the beard. Yeah, every... that's. I think that's one thing that we're missing. Like, I mean, obviously, you can still go buy vinyls and stuff, but like, just the, like like you said, attention to detail. Like, Outkast, they always had some fly shit on their discs. Like, Yeah, I, I wish I could have been in that area to make some... Some ill crazy shit. Yeah, like some sort of theme where every Like, time- sometimes you, or you might put them all together and it shows, like, yep. some dope shit. For sure. No, I still think about like, okay, like I just think about Snoop Dogg's doggy style, that blue picture of Snoop's head. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Snoop, man. I ain't gonna lie, rap used to be more serious, like as far as like how to get it. It's easier to get it, so it's smooth now for my money on great. But I remember like going to certain barbershops and going to the record store next door and getting like them free shits. In the dough, and it'd be like a sampler. It'd be like mm-hmm. snippets. Yeah, on that you get bitch. A, you get a sampler. But you be the first nigga with this yeah. song though, so it's like. Or you go to the store, and they'd have like a. There's this Virgin Mega Store by my house, and you could go and put on the headphones and like listen to CDs in the store. Oh yeah, I do that, and then I play the fucking. I was gonna be skipping like a bitch. You remember the video game samples at the like you'd be able to go to GameStop and play a game before it came out. Yeah, that shit was lit. Hell yeah, all that shit used to be the reason you was in there. Been hanging out in there just playing 2K all day. They'd be like, "You gotta go. You gotta buy something." Hell yeah. Shit, Uh, are you a Laker fan? You're a basketball guy. We were just talking sports. So are you? What's your team? I like all the players on the Lakers. (laughs) So are you a Laker fan? Listen, listen. I'm a nigga from the bottom, so anybody who from out here that know like about being in like certain programs as a kid because you had bad behavior or whatever you was on the field trip, you going to a Clippers game on the flow. You going like you damn near on the flow. Right, but back then, for the low though, everybody could go on the floor of the Clippers game. Yeah, for the low. So I just grew up a Clipper fan, just being a poor nigga and shit. But wait, 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 wait. We have a Clippers fan here. Oh, this great. is very rare. Well, great. But I fuck with everybody that's on the Lakers. Like, this is amazing. And I respect the Lakers story. And I respect you I'm for a being a Clippers fan. fan. I love that shit. No, we always get a good team. We ain't going to never win. So I don't be just like, oh, man, we finna win. Like, I got, I pay attention to everybody and shit. I and respect anybody who, because I'm a... Yeah, I'm, I'm diehard Clippers fan. I'm a, I'm a Suns fan, and I'm a Arizona Cardinals fan. Mm-hmm. So I'm a tortured sports fan. I don't know what it's like to have a championship. But you're, yeah. a, I mean, a Clippers. But they always almost do some shit. Almost. <laughs> that shit and to me, I'd rather be the Clippers and like never even sniff it because then I could be Man, like, ah. Hell no. At this point, I know it ain't going to happen, but I just love them anyway. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, I just had Baron Davis here. We were kind of going over some of like those OG Clipper teams, that, like even the ones he was on. And then like there was the year that Sam Cassell, Tim Thomas was on the team. Darius Miles, Corey McGetty, oh. Quentin Richardson, Q Rich, Michael Oliver Candy. Ugh. Come on, man. It was some heat over there. They just Is Michael Oliver Candy the biggest bust ever, maybe? Sheesh. He might be one of them, right? I don't know, man. These niggas, these niggas might want to do some partnerships or something. They run into a nigga. I don't know. But shit, hey, I'm rocking with all of them, but. I don't know. Maybe I need to run my my bees up and go get involved and get some clipper shit going. on. You could on. probably be be part owner. Yeah. Listen, they could use you as the halftime talent. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That, that should be packed out. I've been to like twelve Clipper games because again, I get to go watch my sons, and then we have eliminated y'all two or three years in a row. Yeah, definitely. But right. every halftime show, it's like 
K-Day fucking halftime. It's like too short. I think Baby Bash was before. It's like the old school hip hop halftime show what? every time. Kid Ink was there. Yeah, they got. They need Greedo to touch that stage, man. You got to touch yeah, that, that, that hard. Shout out to the so who, hey, who's the greatest Clipper of all time? Is it Chris Paul? No. No disrespect to Chris Paul, but hell no. Who is it then? Because he wasn't even really like no OG Clipper. Danny Manning? I don't know, like, who the best Clipper. Blake? Blake at that time was a beast. Um, Darius Miles at that time was a beast. Quentin Richardson was a beast. Lamar? No. It's got to hey, be. Hey, who's my favorite? I don't know who's the best Clipper. Cause who's your favorite all time? Patrick Beverly. P- all right, yeah. That nigga be pissed. I like him every team he go on because he just... I don't know, like I like that, like yeah. he don't care. He gon he gonna be himself. He ready to start a fight and everything. He just I don't know. It remind me of like Patrick Beverly crib. has some of the crazy. He just have you seen his podcast? Mm-hmm. So recently he said that I don't know. You, you saw how you went when they traded him to the Timberwolves, mm-hmm. and then the Timberwolves beat the Clippers in the eleven. Or in the we can't play-in. see talking about weak ass Clippers. And he's standing on a thing. He just said like a week ago. He said what we did in Minnesota that one year in that playing game means more to. Than what Denver hey, but did. he opened up his offensive game in Minnesota, though. I ain't gonna lie, he was he going off in the playoffs. In the playoffs yeah. was that last year when it was uh it they was, traded uh Josh's dad got the nigga to wear the jersey. Mm-hmm. That was last year. Mm-hmm. Patrick Beverly was definitely shooting threes and shit. He even turned up at the Bulls a little bit. Yeah. He just ain't gonna be, you know. Well, I don't know what he's gonna be. I wish he could be because that's one of my favorite players. I like I like players like that that don't. You know what I'm saying? We ain't doing the norm like right. we going against the grain. No, I love Patrick Beverly. He's like the kind of guy who you hate until he's on your team and then you love him. Hell yeah. Nah, for real. Nah, yeah. I know. I, I respect it. Anytime yeah. I see my boy, I'm like, yeah. He's like, because like, I, I hate Draymond Green. Like, I love, like, I've, I've met him. He's a nice guy. But as a player, I fucking hate Draymond yeah, Green. Yeah. But don't let Draymond Green come on the Suns. Mm. I'm going to love him. Yes, effective. I, I don't think I got no player. I just hate they good. I wouldn't say hate's a bad word. Sports, I call it sports hate. No, no, I'm thinking like who I just sports hate. Probably in football or something. Like I sports hate People Steph go, Curry. Tripping. I just sports hate him, dude. I'm just what like, he's too doing? perfect. He's too perfect. I want some scandal. He I want him to, be, Can he slide into an OnlyFans chick's got, DMs? They probably got some scandal, but you know, they be sweeping under the rug for them big dogs. It's hard to sweep it under the rug these days. You see Zion out here with these. He's a, he's a fucking wild boy. Oh, no. See, you trying to go. I ain't always. Shout out to Zion, man. Zion's a, he's out here getting know, it. Man, I don't know, man. Hey, man. I don't know. Whatever we go through with these females, I, I feel... Hey, say man, listen. We I don't I'm listen, not twenty eight twenty eighteen, you go in, you get out, OnlyFans is a thing. So there's just way more chicks that are like fully engaged. Just period in people, like people on some other shit. Females be not all of them though. It's gotten a lot worse. Maybe on some other shit. No. They gonna they gonna even ask for something. They be like, who the fuck are you talking it's to? It's the OnlyFans generation, man. It's de- it's the getting flown out generation. When you see a girl and she has more than one city in her bio. No, I be watching just what's going on. Like I be, I might meet a female and then know what her situation is, and then I will see them like in fucking Bali and Dubai and shit. I'm like, what you doing out there? How'd you get there? That's <laughs> not uh, a cheap flight. <laughs> yeah. If I scroll up on our text messages, it don't look like you can. Isn't but anyways, like, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, tell me about. Obviously, uh, you got a ton of music. What are you currently working on? Is there like, give me kind of the the rundown of what we're gonna expect from Greedo the rest of the year. I don't know when that shit be coming out. I got Wolf of Grey Street two, uh, Grey Street Journal coming out. 
It's really a collab tape, low key. It's gonna make it like a stamp, a legendary stamp. Crazy features on there. Um, Who was on on the tape? Oh, I can't tell you that. Oh, it's hot. It's a, it's it's quite the list though. It's on there. So it's can, going. Can I guess? You probably ain't gonna guess right. How big are we going? See what I'm saying? Now you want me to help you guess? Uh, little Drake, Drake on there. No, nah, why they always be saying that in the interviews now? No, I feel like you. I feel like Drake. Drake's got to come tapping with the with the sauce. You know? Drake, fuck with me though. Drake, you know I, know, I got credit for I that. For that, uh, Kiki, do you love me? Uh, he, that's inspired by Sweet Lady, so I got credit on that album for that. You do? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, nigga. If you type in Greedo, Drake, Sweet Lady, or something, it's gonna pop up like that. Yeah, he gives a list of all his inspirations off that album. Though. Oh, that's dope. I was one of Drake fuck with the team, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, obviously I him and Draco got a record out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm just not really coming out of my little cave. Mm-hmm. I've noticed. I've noticed because I was DMing you when you were, and, and then uh, TK, and he's like, yo, he's in a halfway house. If you were to interview him, you'd have to go to Texas. And I was like, I mean, I'm down. But, you know, it's, it's, you've, you've definitely, it's dope to see you out, moving around. And, and I think your personality is so fire that I think, like, it's just good to see you, you know, talking and 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 you know, kind of spreading spreading uh, who you appreciate are a lot it, more. Um, oh no, the city be letting it be known how they look at me. I just like that shit. Yeah, like, they don't put me on no. They put me top tier for show, so I just I just fuck with. It. I try to show as much love back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? To everybody that kind of kept this shit going while I was gone. Uh, you and uh, you said you and Ralphie got a ton of unreleased stuff. Would you guys do a a whole project? Probably eventually, but I feel like some people I want to make it be known like we got hella song before we just hurry up and do a tape. Like that's probably most likely what I would have to do with Uzi. Like how we going to pick it to be an album and so much shit. How many uh, unreleased songs with Uzi do you got? See, there you go. A lot? There you go. Because once they hit a certain number of leaks, they going to be like, oh yeah, that's all of them. 10? 20? <laughs> We're good. Nah, I don't know. Enough to do a project. No, we got more than that. We kind of probably scrapped the old shit, so whatever engineer has that probably has that. Uzi seems to be like one of the nicer, like more genuine dudes in music. Mm-hmm. Very one good friend. You guys have uh, have you guys gotten back in since you've gotten out? Hmm. <laughs> Yo, that is a memeable expression right there. <laughs> I'm gonna take that as a. Yes. <laughs> Look at this guy's face. I don't know. Are you on the pink tape? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not on the pink tape. I wear purple. Well, I mean, it could be the purple tape for one track, you know. No, <laughs> no, nah, we got something going, but I don't know. I, well, I don't know what I can tell you, what I can't, but Uzi going to always be involved. How did you guys initially uh, link up? Um, I DM'd him when, um, what you want? What you yeah, really course, want? Yeah. What do you want? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, shit, how are we fucking with you in the Jordan Downs? And I guess like a year and a half or two years later, he was finna DM me. And it was just me, like, link up whenever, like, we right. fuck with you. He like, and the crazy shit is, is you talking to me like, I don't know who you is. And then we just start chopping it up and linked up. That's fire. Got to stop the interview to tell you about our family at Odd Socks. That's right. The most comfortable socks in the world, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, go to oddsocksofficial.com. Use the promo code 
bootleg kev or bootleg both promo codes work you'll save 20 percent out at checkout uh 20 off these are the odd socks basics all right now you can get like a pack of all black pack of all whites of course they got all kind of crazy licenses wwe cheech and chong they got teenage mutant ninja turtles they got spongebob squarepants bruh look they got the spongebob squarepants krabby patty draws yeah now you don't want crabs, but you do want Mr. Krabs underwear because these are fire, all right? So, look, go to uh, oddsocksofficial.com right now. Use that promo code uh, bootleg. Save 20% off at checkout. And, uh, yeah, listen, trust me when I say, most comfortable socks you'll ever put on your fucking feet and the uh, most comfortable boxer briefs. What are we talking about, man, all right? Oddsocksofficial.com, promo code bootleg. Save 20% off at checkout. Great gift. And, and just treat yourself, all right? Uh, also, got a shout out to our family at King Palm. Now, if you guys don't know about King Palm, King Palm is all natural, baby. Yes, all right? We're talking about the leader when it comes to uh, tobacco-free, natural, organic leaf wraps. If you're a smoker, a toter, a straight West Coaster, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you're into, King Palms, they got it for you. What's great about... Um, these, these are like one of the best uh, products that they sell. Now, this is a, a terpene-infused, tobacco-free leaf. And what's dope is you stuff your flower into it, and then you press on the thingy, you know what I'm saying? And then you got flavor. I'm going to show you what it looks like when it's stuffed with some great tree from Hardeen, of course. Ah, look at that. Right? Keep that thing stuffed up. The tip has got that flavor in it. Uh, wherever you're at, man, make sure you check out the, uh, um, you know, they got the smoke shops. They got those on lock. They got 7-Elevens on lock. We're only smoking out of King Palms, baby. You already know what it is. And if you go to kingpalms.com, kingpalm.com, kingpalm.com, and you use the promo code bootlegkev, you will save 50% off at checkout, half off at checkout. 50% off if you go to kingpalm.com and use that promo code. The promo code is down below. Go run it up. Try some of these flavors too, man. The peach pineapple, the strawberry shortcake. They just got so much going on. There's also all kind of dope smoking accessories you can get. Half off, y'all. What are we talking about? Save 50% off. Kingpalm.com. Promo code below. It's either bootleg or bootleg cab. These promo codes got my head hurt. Try both of them, all right? One of them will get you 50% off, goddammit. Anyway, let's get back to the interview. How dope is it to see the just staple that Desto Dub has become in fashion? Hey, I was up in that nigga factory and that shit just made me so happy because I've already seen him hella time. Like me and Dub always together on accident. We just, we both upgraded. So we both living like them type of lives. Like, oh yeah, I'm meeting him at the pinky out type spots. You feel me now? So I was like, oh, okay. But uh, when I actually saw his warehouse, I was just like... But you're doing it for real. Bro, they don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We were just talking about that shit earlier. Like, this is greedy and double O. They don't know. Like, we've been rocking. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, what the fuck is this going on in here? What you know, he's got on? the old no jumper space on Melrose. Like, it's crazy. I'm like, what are you doing? What mm -hmm. is the man? But... No, that's bro. We talk they, every day and shit. They got a uh, let. I think I think I saw like LAUSD like banned a whole lot of from being in schools. I don't know. Shout out to Dub. Shout out to LAUSD for sure. 
no, it's just dope to see. Man, like we ain't messing up nothing. His 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 uh his 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 grind is paid off, and it's it's just from the van getting the van bipped a bunch of times to you know doing collabs with everybody. Like it's it's kind of crazy, man, for sure. Um, and he jam packed. Like the day after my shit, he had the uh, oh with the collabs, the Merc Park right after. I'm like, this nigga going. Head to head, you know what I'm saying? You being such a high fashion guy, would you ever do a? I mean, the merch is fire. You just brought, thank you for the hoodies you brought me, but um, would you ever do a clothing line? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who told you to ask all these questions? Nobody. He's jumping, you tapped in on something. No, no. I've gotten zero information, I swear. Okay, stay tuned. I (laughs) I promise, bro. I promise. I would tell you if like no, this fool's looking. He's like, "Where's TK? What did TK tell you? <laughs> nah, I promise. No, no, you're good, man. Huh? Are you uh? So kind of give me um. We we talked about the Clippers a little. There's been word that they might break up the gang. They might trade Paul George, Lancaster's finest, Palmdale's finest. And they gonna trade every good. They they do that. This, if you don't know what we do over here at the Clippers, besides B, we get a squad, ship a squad. Never win. I was going to ask you how frustrating as a Clippers fan who has been incarcerated during this kind of the entire Kawhi Paul George era. Because I remember when they pulled that trade off. I was in Mexico, and that, this is when Paul George got traded uh, to the uh, from the Thunder to the Clippers, and then they got Kawhi. I just remember thinking to myself, "There, nobody is going to be able to beat these fucking guys." And it's just kind of been what? whether it's injuries. Why? Why do you think that? Because in there's my so head, many, I'm not thinking, saying they trash, but I'm thinking so Kawhi and Paul now. George are two of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA. And then it's just there's like too many super teams these days to really even like your squad ain't really nothing. You got to go against like it's fucking. You got to go against the Suns. With it's Bradley crazy Beal. ass teams right now. Yeah, some of them didn't work out. <laughs> but for sure, the Brook, the Nets shit. I don't know. I ain't. Hey, shout out to everybody. <laughs> y'all niggas know what y'all was doing. Y'all was doing all type of weird shit. And then you see Shea Gilder. You can't be. You can't be doing. Let me let you uh, athletes know, and you uh, organizations, associations. You can't be playing with sports for people that are incarcerated, nigga. Listen, don't be stopping this shit. You feel me? Don't be. Don't stop this shit. Whatever's going on. Don't don't stop the game. Don't leave the game. Do you if wish you, you guys? Injure, would... It's too many injuries now. Too. Sure. It's like free injuries. It's the uh, what they call it, load management. I seen a nigga brush against a nigga and be out for a whole season. Man, god damn it! Do you wish you would have kept say, Shea Gildress Alexander in retrospect? See, because SGA got shipped out to Oklahoma. Certain people they got to shine at. I think he would. He's at his best place right now. That's fair. Like, not everybody. I like I like players like that. You what about what your man? football team? Who's your football team? Man. So, out here, you ain't going around my age group. You know what I'm saying? We don't have a team of from course, here. Of course. Because they were gone. Of course. So, once we got a team, I started going for the Rams. Because in Texas, they take football dead serious. Very serious. And I seen a Louisiana dude squabble with a... Texas dude over the Cowboys and the Saints. Saints? Really? And I said, oh, we doing all that. So, so that's a real fight I, in jail over that? Well, I seen they get Donkey Kong punched into the trash can. He flew in the sky. There he is. But I, I, we, so who's your we team before the Rams? Oh, but my team, my lifelong team is the Packers. They got the G's on their head. But 
now we got no quarterback. What's going on? You got Jordan Love. I said <laughs> we ain't got no fucking quarterback. Okay, give me your spread rundown and like, what are you putting in the spread? Give me the spread recipe. Top tier, best. Oh, in jail. In when jail. I'm whipping, I ain't eating no spread. That be for them niggas that eat noodles and shit. We don't. We don't. When you get the money in jail, noodles like for the bums. I'm crazy. Did you guys we have? Get, we getting shit from the kitchen like somebody done fry some chicken or something. I was gonna say because I saw some viral. Guard video. might guard might leave a box of pizza right here. Oh, you might get a box of pizza. In- no, I said. I said, hey, nope. Skip past that. Let's see. I was, I was gonna say, I saw a viral video of somebody doing like their version of Benihana's in in the cell. Oh, yeah. did anything people, like that? Some people be live on that grill. They go, they go make a grill on the bunk and shit. They be live on that grill. You gotta be careful with that though. I mean, I don't know what the hell. Uh, yeah, how healthy that can be. Sleeps here. He just like what kind of lead paints? Spray, getting, spray <laughs> disinfecting on that bitch. Yo, yeah. it's crazy. For hey, t- t- I always hear about how um, crazy the L.A. County Jail is. Being in Texas, compared to being incarcerated out here, what's the differences, if any, or is it is it like it's more? not the same game politics? Then they gave a nigga flip flops in the county I was at. You know what I'm saying? Then um, ain't no goddamn. Not, ain't, ain't my, my enemies ain't out there, so it's regular. You know what I'm saying? My enemies out here, so I ain't got to worry about a lot more stress free. I'm still catching like squabbles here and there just right. on some man shit. But what were you like? Uh, was it pretty like? Were you kind of a celebrity? While, while, while being locked up in Texas? No. No. Maybe like after like 2020. They were like, oh shit. And then I had popped up. It's a famous magazine that we read in there called Kite. Mm-hmm. It's like a magazine that niggas in jail get to stay updated on music. And uh, they saw me in there. And that's when they was like, oh, this nigga really somebody else. So, so you're going to have uh, new music coming uh, with Uzi? Oh, yeah, I was in some XXLs, too. That, once they start get, catching worry, yeah, they knew. Man, fucking XXLs, fucking. Their new the freshman cover was very disappointing, to say the least. I ain't, I ain't see it. No, it was some live people on no, there. No, no, no. There was definitely some great people uh, on Rob there. Rob nine. But there was a few pe- No, Rob's dope. But there was just a few people, people that they people left, that left off. There was that was hard I fuck with, too. I think they should have. I ain't going to lie. Ten people is really never going to be enough. It's always going to be that. I just feel like there's no West Coast representation. There's a kid in Texas who I Ain't think... Ain't nobody hot. You know, look, we got to stop this shit. There's some hot niggas now, like, and they come But I up, think somebody like and Russell could have been... And Roddy and YG, like, the niggas that stamped in. But I'm saying, we ain't going... If we don't upgrade the music out here, we'll never, like, nigga, we being realistic, nigga. You know what the fuck we did. You know what wave this is. Like, well, we been nice. Let's let's be who we really are. You know, Drummer's Team Mafia, you know what we did and what we helped the city get up, get off that chest. Now, there was other people that was living like we was living. They just wasn't mainstream rappers at the time, and we the ones that did it. So it may be other people that was on the same topics, too. But that's what we we do it for, like, upgrade the music up the way, up, upgrade the way you niggas dress. Stop, you know what I'm saying? Not saying all you niggas be on it, but, like, nigga, I know I had created a certain lane, and I saw some people kind of, like, have a similar lane or, or even go with what they learned from me whether they did or not that's not what I'm saying but to see so many people that went backwards it's mm-hmm. like damn what you think I did it for I did that for all of us you feel me there's a reason I get features with niggas that the city don't usually get it with there's a reason it might be a nigga that everybody ain't even heard of out here but I know the streets is playing this you know what I'm saying so upgrade the music that's why we ain't on that bitch well what are you listening to right now 
um, Hot Boy, Rafo Nine, uh, ASM Bop, um, just as far as like newer people. Yeah, just new shit. Yeah, what, what's in your, what's your, um, like, you know, I feel like people respect your opinion. I be jamming all, all the females that come out. I don't care how it's being created. People be like, oh, somebody probably writing that for them. Nah. Whatever going on, they going off. I always they say, they putting that fire under these niggas' ass. Niggas better start saying some yo, of these songs. Right now, the females are running circles around men when it comes to making hit records. Fuck that. They slipping bars in there. Fuck sure. that. Nigga, y'all niggas can't be, I don't care what genre of rap y'all trying to create, you got to slip the bars in there. You know what I'm saying? Y'all be Sleeping on like niggas like Uzi and Trippy and shit like that, but them niggas really be slipping for bars sure, in that sure, shit. You know what I'm sure. saying? You gotta lyrics matter, so you can bubble off just bullshit for a while, but lyrics matter. You feel me? You gotta you gotta be saying something. Don't blame the system. If I ever get lucky and get a Grammy, I ain't gonna be like you know y'all don't show no love. Y'all finally show some love. Let the Grammy be the Grammy. You feel me? So you gotta let the it's freshman easy. cover. It's still something that. It matters, you know what I'm saying? It, it may not matter to people who feel like they saw better, but right. this shit matters. The people that got on that shit, we can't discredit that shit. Cause yeah, last year, I mean, and we had LA representation. I think it was last year, Blast was on there. Yeah, his level was Blast, bro, so. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100%, man. Well, listen, you're. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you're back, man. I'm glad that uh, you got new music on the way. Um, Hopefully, we hear some of these uh, these records that you're grinning your 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 I'm gonna call it your yes grin throughout the interview when I'd ask you something and you just hit me with that. You know I mean that grin? Nah. <laughs> nah, I mean shit. I be you know, you never know what's clear. And then sometimes when I say who I do a song with, they go leak it. You know what I'm saying? So they might Who like, leaks the music? Is it the engineers? Is it somebody horny? Somebody was horny about the shit, you know what I'm saying? Somebody geeked up. They don't realize what it does to the money, you know what I'm saying? I'll give away free songs all day, but let's be on the same page. Mm. Don't don't throw away the money songs. Nah, for sure. Don't leak the good shit. For sure. Well, I appreciate you pulling up finally, man. I'm glad mm -hmm. we got to finally link, brother, for sure. Yes, sir. O3 Greedo, you already know. Boom. Hey, appreciate y'all watching another interview brought to you by our good folks at Hardeen. Now, listen, y'all, when you're in Las Vegas, you get in that fucking Uber, you land at the airport, hit that taxi, tell them to take you to Hardeen. The number one premium cannabis dispensary in the fucking world, y'all. I'm telling you, you walk in, they treat you like a king or a queen or whatever you're into, all right? They got the craziest selection of premium cannabis you'll see, period, anywhere, let alone in Las Vegas, but just anywhere, all right? Not only can you go get the best tree, you will get the best experience, the best customer service, the best bud tenders. You walk into Hardeen and that shit just smells amazing. They got their own fucking scent. Literally, you get into my car, I got a bottle of it. I, my car smells like Hardeen because it's just the best fucking place. Um, go follow him online, Hardeen underscore Las Vegas, Hardeen underscore Las Vegas. Go to their website, HardeenLasVegas.com. All right, when you go, you're in Vegas, you pull up, tell them I sent you, they're going to take care of you the right way, all right? Look, they got these things in there, man, these moon rock uh, pre-rolls that I just had that just absolutely melted my face off. Shout out to Hardeen, all right? You got to go fuck with Hardeen, man. Hardeen underscore Las Vegas. Uh, thank y'all, man. I love these guys. They're like family to us. And uh, hey, we're going to drop another interview soon. If you're watching this, you're at the end of the interview, though. Much love. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.